Come on. The time is right. The time is now. Welcome to Money Savage. Be well and welcome our guest, the strong and powerful Melanie Weller. Melanie, welcome. Thank you, George. I'm excited to be here. Excited to have you on. Melanie is a physical therapist. She's a board-certified orthopedic clinical specialist, certified athletic trainer, a certified expert for aging adults. She's a medical visionary with a paradigm-shifting process to access genius, health, and flow in your body. Melanie, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Well, I'll say that um, a lot of where my work has evolved came out of the throes of my own midlife crisis okay. in my early <laughs> 40s. But I will say, uh, prior to that, I was um, my childhood was all about not having a voice, not, uh, I didn't feel like I had a voice at home. My youth choir instructor used to make me mouth the words, especially if we had a quote unquote important performance. Oh no. And I could, and because then I didn't tell my parents because I didn't think I had a voice at home. And so, uh, and where I've come with that and it's all very, it feels very, um, purposeful or karmic in the way that it's evolved <clears throat> because my clinical expertise is in the vagus nerve which innervates the vocal cords and so and I can uh, and throughout my a huge part of my story is it includes my own mental health issues and my own difficulty seeing my own self-worth and seeing um, my own talent and abilities in uh, in a good light and really coming to this work with the vagus nerve and beyond that how it's the bridge between our stories and our bodies and um, I, at the end of the day I think it really holds our cosmology and is that bridge between as above so below is really been about healing myself and everybody else gets to benefit too. Nice. <laughs> there's a huge piece of this that has really, uh, you know, I think we all do the thing we need most to heal ourselves. Nice. And, the, uh, and so I have a real passion for bringing this work into a variety of domains because I've seen not only how it was able to, how it transformed my own mental health, but how I've been able to help others in, you know, even in severe mental health, crisis situations and how it's uh, really, it opens up your genius. It opens up, uh, you know, really takes that weight of the world feeling off of you and gives you this deeper sense of purpose and allows you to connect dots that you might not have otherwise connected before. And that's what, and I really love that, uh, opening up and fine-tuning genius part of it yeah well <clears throat> i certainly i certainly appreciate that and that's i think that we'd all like to remove the weight of the world from 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 off of our head or our shoulders or wherever we feel that we're carrying it and and then to be able to to connect those dots and all of that is associated with the vagus nerve well i find it's definitely that it's the super highway 
to get there. So your vagus nerve is your 10th cranial nerve and it comes, it starts in your brainstem and it goes all the way down to the pelvis. After it comes out of your brainstem, it goes down to your heart, it innervates your heart and it loops back up to innervate your vocal cords. So I like to think of it as the nerve that allows us to speak our hearts. Nice. It continues down through the diaphragm and innervates our digestive systems. So the muscles that move through move food through our digestive systems are innervated by the vagus nerve you cannot absorb vitamin b12 without your vagus nerve it also mediates digestive enzyme secretion and bile secretion and so when we think about our intuition and our feelings our emotional well-being your vagus nerve is literally the wiring for your gut brain it's the wiring for your heart brain and we have more connections that go from our hearts up to our brain than we do from our brain down to our hearts. And when I work with people around what would be conventionally called mindset, I would contend that it's when people change their mindset, I would contend that what they've really changed is their body set. That we store stress very prescriptively in the body and we use a lot of these metaphors in our language that we're carrying the weight of the world on our shoulders and those people will show up with neck and shoulder pain quite literally mm-hmm. and or we're tripping over our past and those people will literally come up come with like knee and foot yeah issues and um you know or we're holding on to something or not uh and that we need to let go of and those people will show up with shoulder and elbow <laughs> wrist Things And so it can be very metaphoric like that, but ancient mythology really offers us a lot of wisdom into this uh, as well. But uh, before I go there, I'll back up for a second. So your vagus nerve, we know that stress and trauma always affect the voice and the breath. And our vocal cords and diaphragms are horizontally oriented in our body. So we store stress and trauma on the horizontal plane, or medically we'd call that the transverse plane. So nobody gets stressed or traumatized and has really great arm swing when they walk. We all lock up. And these horizontal thresholds can pinch structures that go vertically through them. And one of those structures that is continuous through that whole system is your vagus nerve. And your vagus nerve is the biggest part of your parasympathetic nervous system. I earlier I described really the motor functions of it, but it does it gives mostly sensory information up to your brain. And so when you're able to tap into your grace under pressure, when you're able to experience pleasure, even sexual arousal, um, and when you're able to successfully mediate inflammation, those are all vagus nerve mediated functions. And so, and as a PT, mediating inflammation was a huge part of how I got really attracted to this. And your vagus nerve uses the same neurotransmitter that your muscles do. So you get these really beautiful musculoskeletal shifts when you treat it like a pinched nerve. And these, you know, people are very commonly pinched at the base of their skull. They're very commonly pinched on the backside of their heart. And so I think a lot of these really common areas where we carry stress when people get the neck pain or they get the knot in their shoulder blade or the anxiety in their heart or their stomachs are upset. Those are we, we, 
those are all signs that our vagus nerves have been dialed down. And we all know our vagus nerve when our vagus nerve has been dialed down when we go to do public speaking or something that would make you similarly nervous, since I know that's a common, sure. you know, one of our collectively common fears. And you get that lump in your throat and your palms sweat and your heart races and your stomach feels funny. And that all happens because your vagus nerve has been dialed down and your fight and flight system has been dialed up. And certainly meditation and mindfulness and uh, a lot of mind-body techniques are very good for your vagus nerve. What I've found, because my practice has mostly consisted of people that haven't found success in other places, is that you can't always meditate yourself out of a pinched vagus nerve. It just makes the recovery process so much easier. And that's what I really love is just expediting people's recovery process. I think we often make healing way too hard. And even if your vagus nerve isn't the only thing going on, it tends to clean the windshield so that you can see more clearly what really is. This episode is brought to you by Money Alignment Academy. If you are looking for a financial wellness platform for your company, your organization, and your employees, check out moneyalignmentacademy.com or click on the link in the notes of the show. Interesting. So a lot of these, for lack of a better term, ailments that we're experiencing that we think are psychological are actually physical? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that your your body really is your mind, and your body is having a conversation with you. For the example, by the time somebody comes to me with back pain, their body's been screaming no for a while and we collectively don't really have a language to communicate with our bodies we you know we tend to dismiss like oh that was just a little twinge that was nothing i'm going to push through that ignore <laughs> it you know we don't really <laughs> have this ability to uh to have a very basic yes no conversation with our bodies and so then we start absorbing uh well, then we lose shock absorption. And when you lose physical shock absorption, you lose emotional shock absorption, you lose spiritual shock absorption, they're really all the same thing. And the psychiatry re research overwhelmingly shows that talk therapy works really when you combine it with a body-based technique. You can't just think yourself out of these issues. You have to re-embody them. Yeah, certainly if we are experiencing, I think pain or just being tired and, you know, any, any ailment of, of some kind physically, I, I, I love the, the idea of when we lose physical shock absorption, we lose the emotional shock absorption and, and all those because we're just so focused on, you know, wanting to get better or just focused on, 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 on the pain. So that certainly does make sense. And, Obviously, so many of us are dealing with with chronic whatever it is, if it's being overweight or bad diets and lack of exercise. And so I, I think that you're probably keeping yourself busy. Yeah, absolutely. No, the, I will say the as a stress management expert, the, the pandemic has been good to me, <laughs> you, know, yeah. on a, you know, you know, it's, on, you know, it's definitely increased the demand for these things. And the really exciting thing about those chronic habits in terms of what we eat and what we believe is that 
the, the difference between acute subacute pain and chronic pain, and I would extend this to chronic limiting beliefs, chronic habits, anything that we uh, consistently believe about ourselves, are those chronic pain is locked into our limbic systems. And our limbic systems is where our emotions are. And you cannot logic yourself out of your limbic system. You need an emotional key to get it out of there. And as humans, we connect with story much more than we do with process. You know, I can technical talk to people all day long, but it, that's not really what tugs at their heartstrings. Right. And if I can say something that really tugs at somebody's heartstrings, then that has that amplifies the outcome of what I do with people and all of the leading pain science experts will tell you they get really excited when somebody gets angry or cries when they explain pain to them because they know they're going to get better. It's the people with a flat affect that they worry about. And story is we hold story very prescriptively in our bodies. And one of the easiest ways to understand this is through Western astrology, though it works with the Vedas, it works um, with uh, biblical stories even. Uh, the ventricles in our brain that make cerebral spinal fluid look just like the ram's horns that represent Aries. And in astrology, Aries rules the head. And the hyoid bone in our throat, the way it sits on top of the larynx, looks just like the symbol for Taurus, and Taurus rules the throat. And our aortic arches are the same shape as a symbol for Leo, and Leo rules the heart. And so it works this way the whole way through the body. We have intracellular structures that mimic the shapes of the constellations as well. And so when somebody comes to me with a voice issue or a headache issue, whatever, that I can use those stories to feel into what's going on with them. And really help them connect with how they're literally playing out this myth in their life in a, uh, and the dysfunction within. And then it gives them really the opportunity to edit their own story. And I've created a form of energy medicine out of this as well. So in the head alone, the ventricles, as I said, look like the ram's horns for Aries. The biblical story of the Temple of the Ark of the Covenant describes cranial anatomy in quite a bit of detail. We have a bone that sits behind our eyes uh, called the sphenoid bone, and it looks very much like an owl, and Athena's symbol was an owl, and she was born of Zeus's head. And so all of these stories have offer clues, and, uh, and I've created a form of energy medicine out of it, and when you get these energetics lined up, you get better vagus nerve function as well. So gaining an, <clears throat> gaining an understanding through narrative of... Is it to just walk walk me through that? Just uh, uh, helping sure. me recognize well, myths is 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 going to help me to accept so the information. Mythology, mm -hmm. So mythology, among among many things, was a mode of communicating scientific information. So, for example, the numbers of the Earth's precessional cycle are in the ancient Egyptian myth of Isis and Osiris, and there are other myths from other cultures that have the same set of numbers in them. So that was how they communicated the cosmology. And I would say that they're in the way that there's stories about our anatomy, they're also ways stories about how we hold stress. So for example, going back to Athena being born of Zeus's head, and she was born 
fully formed. So if when I have a woman with chronic headaches, I'll often ask them if they had to be the adult as a child. Like how much of a childhood did they really get? Did they have to be grown up long before their, uh, you know, they were chronologically an adult? And that's very often, uh, that's a situation that often resonates with them. Or if it's the ram's horns, like, you know, well, tell me who you're locking horns with in your life or who's, you know, what's, um, you know, sometimes, and some of that depends on kind of how I'm perceiving them. But when you meet people, uh, storytelling, we know evokes oxytocin, which is the hormone that makes us feel connected and oxytocin is produced in part in your heart our hearts are endocrine glands and they're innervated by our vagus nerve so your vagus nerve and oxytocin production are intimately related and so when you make these uh really lovely connections for yourself then you you know you get the emotional connection and oxytocin is also the hormone of trust and for as much research as there is about trusting between people, there's not so much about what it means to trust yourself. And and that's a huge part of why people go to anybody for help because they, you know, it's, there's not that, uh, that ability to trust themselves, to trust their body and trust what's going on is, um, you know, our world get, leads us to question that at every step of the way, you know, through advertising and, uh, you know, and even just the, you know, the way that we're um, raised in different traditions and things like that. You know, we all, um, it, and I think that one of the, uh, you know, that's one of the biggest gifts you can give yourself is the ability to really find that trust within. Yeah, I think that that certainly makes sense. So the narratives are, are able to help us to 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 connect those dots of, in, in, in the example of perhaps too much was put on you at, at a really young age and you had too much responsibility or whatever it might be just to help people to go back and to 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 find that trauma or, or that stress that they've never really addressed, and now it's manifesting through pain. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. And because you really embodied it, and it's driving your current story in a way. And if you want to change your current story, you've got to go rewrite the old script so that you can upload a new film film role. Nice. Well, that certainly does make sense, and that's certainly something that that, that 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 we all have. To your point about if it's just relationships and family that have put that stuff on us, or if it's society and 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 the internet and whatever. So there's there's probably no shortage of it. Uh, absolutely, you know, and fundamentally, I think this is really just the way the cosmos is coded into us. And when I we talk about alignment, I don't think we talk big enough about it. Research shows us that when solar and space weather disrupt the electromagnetic field of the earth it's measurable in our vagus nerves so we're literally synchronizing with the bigger picture all the time and so i i think that one of the fundamental sources of all of our 
illnesses is this lack of a cohesive cosmology that kind of connects us in that way. Nice. Love it. Well, Melanie, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? So one of the most powerful things that I do with people is to get them to inhale into the backside of their hearts because that's one of the places where the vagus nerve can get compressed. And we all, when people are, when we're all stressed and anxious, we're often breathing all on the front of our ribs, front of our chest, and not at all on the back. And as you inhale into the back side of your heart, know that there's a proverb from a tribe in the Andes Mountains that says, your future is behind you, propelling you forward, and your past is in front of you, waiting for you to make peace with it and clear your way. And to really breathe into the idea that your future has your back, it's not something you have to chase out in front of you, that that's... um, in Egyptian mythology terms, that's where we bring magic into truth from behind us to in front of us. Well, I think but that I love that, that concept that, yeah. that your future has your back. I think that is great stuff that definitely gets it. Come on. Come on. Your future has your back and your past is waiting for you to, to come and address it. I love it. Yep. To make peace with it and clear your way. To make peace with it. Well, Melanie, thank you so much for coming on. How can Savage Nation uh, learn more about you and how can people engage with you? If you go to embodyyourstar.com, you can get a free vagus nerve decompression course and more uh, items as well. And it'll give you all the links to my social media, which is also Embody Your Star. Perfect. Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Melanie your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to embodyyourstar.com. Check out the great resources and... Uh, download the, the, the free guide and check her out on social media as well. Thanks again, Melanie. Thanks so much, George. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight as we are all in this together. <laughs>